On today's explosive episode, we dive deep into the heart of the overcome mindset and focus on the pillars of performance. As warriors, our life is focused on becoming better, becoming stronger, and more efficient. Our special guest today is Navy SEAL Jason Redman. He is the best-selling author of The Trident, where he tells his life story. He's also a world-renowned motivational speaker and the founder of the Combat Wounded Coalition. There is so much to learn here. Redman opens up about his life, about his challenges and i got to tell you something you're going to be touched you'll make a connection with him that will inspire you to make a change stand by up a warrior my brothers welcome to the man of war my name is rafa conde and i am your host check this out we are one year old officially this is our 79th episode and it is exactly one year almost to the day i mean we started july 10th 2017 and i am absolutely stoked man that we have come so far in such a short period of time and we've done this because of your support. We've done it because individuals like yourself stayed with us and stay one and have supported this movement across the board. And now we are moving higher on the iTunes charts every single week. We are also moving, and I gotta tell you something, let me go back to that. I could give a shit less about the iTunes charts. I could give a shit less about Uh, likes on photos. I can give a shit less about how many followers I have on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the fuck it is. If I'm touching lives, even if it is one life that I change, this is all worth it. Look, our standards are very high. So the quality that we give you, the quality that we bring to you, all right, it's going to be top notch every single time. We're going to give you a consistent product. We're going to throw great contents your way. We're going to inspire you. We're going to motivate you. We're going to help you strengthen your mindset. But more importantly, we're going to focus on you taking action and making your own changes in your life. We're talking about living a life that embodies the warrior spirit, right? A lot of people don't even understand what that means. Look around, my brother. Look around you, all right? You have lazy asses. You have individuals around you that, for the most part, don't do dick in life. These are the losers. You need to step away from them and start looking at individuals that have been successful, individuals that have minds like a warrior, that have that warrior mentality, that have been successful in their lives because they have the tenacity, they have the grit, they have the self-confidence and the self-discipline to take it up to that next level. More importantly, we add the virtues of honor, integrity, right? We, We have to carry that because this is what warriors are made of, specifically modern day warriors. Yes, they do exist. Yes, that's what we are all about. Now, with that said, I wanna introduce you to the Conclave of Warriors, downtown Miami. This is going to be a two-day immersive life-changing event December 1 and 2 at the Ashley Auditorium at the James L. Knight Center. You're going to be blown away by this. We have our guest speakers, let's put it this way, 
are the elitist of the elite. Okay, we're talking about Jason Redmond, which you're going to hear today. He's a Navy SEAL. We're talking about Ray Care, Navy SEAL, Brent Gleason, Navy SEAL. We're talking about Jay Dobbins, undercover agent. All right, listen to this. Undercover agent who infiltrated the Hells Angels, all right, and dismantled them. This guy wrote a New York Times bestselling book, and he is world-renowned. We're also bringing into the house badass entrepreneur and major influencer Brad Lee. All right, this guy can blow the roof off the house. If you've seen him speak before, if you have followed him on social media, you know what I'm talking about. Also, Bedros Koulian. All right, this guy is blunt. He's in your face. He's straight up. More importantly, he is a life changer. All right, these guys that you're going to be listening to, that you're going to be meeting, that you're going to be enjoying two full days with them and understanding that they are not any better than you, that they are people that are going to relate to you, that are going to make you better, stronger in body, mind, and spirit, stronger in the way you're going to look at life. These guys are going to change you, man or woman. By the time you walk out of this event, you have my word, you will be absolutely changed. We're talking breakout sessions, Q&A sessions, VIP party. We're talking about all the bells and whistles, but more importantly, about that intimate human connection. This is what the Conclave of Warriors is all about. Go grab your tickets right now. Reserve your seats. I'm telling you, they're going to sell out right now. We're still in pre-sale prices, so take advantage. I'm giving you $200 off the regular price of these tickets, which is still very, very reasonable no matter how you look at it, whether you want general admission or VIP tickets. Go grab them at conclaveofwarriors.com. That's conclaveofwarriors.com. Before we get started, I want you to grab our updated manual. Okay, it's a warrior manual. You can use it. It has about 17 pages of some of some very, very good stuff in there. I've literally put some very unique aspects of what warrior development is in this manual. All right, here we go. Jason Redman is in the house. Be prepared for an awesome conversation, very, very deep. He opens up. Um, this guy is definitely a guy that you can build a connection with, and he is going to motivate you and inspire you and talk about that overcome mindset. All right, here we go. Jay Redman, welcome to the Man of War podcast, my brother. It's an absolute honor to have you back on. Rafa, thanks, brother. It's always an honor to be on this show. You are slaying it out there. I love watching what you're doing, and I love being a part of it. Awesome, man. Awesome. Listen, you are one of those guys that you're legit. You <clears throat> talk, speak from the heart. You're out there motivating, inspiring, and teaching people. And you know the best part about this is that you are all about this overcome mindset, all about overcoming challenges, and all about strengthening your mindset. So listen, if you don't know who Jason Redman is, maybe you should go to YouTube, you should go out there and do your little research on that. So most guys know who you are. I wanna jump right into your overcome mindset and what you have for us. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, the overcome mindset is uh, it's built on one simple principle. That principle is 
you overcome. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. I mean, you know that I talk a lot about this idea of breachers and in life, you know, a military breacher, police breacher, a breacher's job is to get on the other side of whatever obstacle, barricade, adversity is in their path. And, and life's no different. If you can develop that breacher mindset in everything you do, that is the essence of the overcome mindset. So many people see these obstacles we encounter in life and it becomes this unsurmountable thing. You know, we're like, oh my God, you know, I was going down this path and everything was perfect and suddenly there's this monstrous obstacle that I have no idea how to get around. So many people allow that obstacle or that adversity to overwhelm them. Well, the overcome mindset says, it doesn't matter what's in your path. It doesn't matter if an entire planet is in your path. You will instantly start to think about, how do I get to the other side? This is just something else I've got to climb over, go under, go around, or bang, go directly through. That is the overcome mindset. And so many people don't live their life that way. They live their life with, they set out a plan and guess what? Life's hard. Plans never go according to plan. That's why they're called plans. That's why they're not called courses of action. You know, they are things that are always developing. They're, they're unfolding. And the we can't predict everything that's going to happen. So the overcome mindset is the one key element that we can build ourselves upon that will enable us to find success. Because no matter what, when the plan goes sideways, and sometimes it goes crazy train wreck sideways, that is what you fall back on and know, I'm going to continue to grind it out. I'm going to continue to push forward. No matter what, I am not going to quit. That is the one thing that's not going to happen. Uh, and, and that ultimately, I know for all the highs and lows, the successes, the failures I've had in my life, it has been the overcome mindset that's enabled me, that's enabled me to keep driving forward. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. So... For those that don't know, all right, this man right here, he's going to be speaking in the Conclave of Warriors, downtown Miami, December 1 and 2. You got to get yourself a ticket because just listening to Jason Redmond alone is worth the price of admission. He is a motivator, an inspirational man, but not only that, he is down to earth and he's going to talk to you about changes in your life, about that overcome mindset. And it's so powerful. And I want to dig deep a little bit here. And I want to ask you a couple questions right off the bat. Is the overcome mindset something that anyone can use? Oh, unequivocally. Anybody can use it. And not only that, anyone can develop it. It is not the overcome mindset. I will say some people naturally have more of an optimistic, more resilient mind. It's just how some people are made. You know, we know that some people are, are negative. Rafa, I'm, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm going to tell everybody a little secret. I am naturally a negative person. Um, and a lot of people find that hard to believe. But when things go wrong, initially, in that first second, my mindset typically goes negative. It is through years of, of focusing and building my own overcome mindset to squash that negative aspect and say, how do we drive forward? How do you look for the positive? How do I look for how I can get over, under, around it, or through it? These are not traits of a Navy SEAL. They're not traits of a police officer. They're not traits of a elite athlete, although all of those individuals have to build that overcome mindset because of the nature of their work. The reality is the overcome mindset is it's a human part of us. 
It is the ability to look at adversity. It's ability to look at the things that go wrong and say that no matter what, I'm going to keep grinding. Too many people focus on levels of success. You know, they, they say, well, if I'm not first, then I don't want to try. If I don't beat this individual, if, uh, if I go into the gym and I don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, then I don't know if I ever want to try. And that's the wrong mindset. Because the reality is, it doesn't matter when you cross the finish line. It doesn't matter. The reality is, if you were grinding, if you were pushing, if you were driving every day, ultimately, you will cross that finish line. And here's the glorious thing about it. Here's a little secret nobody wants to acknowledge. Most people out there never start the race. Bam. I love that. And it's the people who are willing to keep grinding who get to that finish line. Even if they come in dead last, they're still better than the most people out there who never even started. Awesome. So for those that don't know, don't know your story, all right, take us to the incident, what happened, and how from that point in your life you changed, and kind of give us a little bit of, a, of that journey of self-discovery that you had from your injury and you know getting back on your feet. Give us that. Yeah, Rafa, I mean, so 21 years as a Navy SEAL, I was an enlisted SEAL, and then I became a SEAL officer. But, uh, you know, a lot of people define my incident as the moment that I got shot up in a gunfight outside Fallujah, Iraq. And obviously, that was a very pivotal, hard moment in my life. But the reality is that moment when I almost died on the battlefield is not what truly forged the overcome mindset. Uh, hmm. The overcome mindset had been obviously building over the years uh, based off my military career, the things that I had done, you know, forging myself in SEAL training, you know, being a young enlisted SEAL. Uh, but truly what I started to learn how to lead myself and how truly to overcome uh, came about due to some major leadership failures that I had as a young officer. And I think it's it's natural. I see this a lot in individuals that achieve uh, elite levels at an early age. I see it in professional athletes. I see it in business professionals who rocketed to the top. And there's a natural tendency to think when you reach an elite status early that you've got it all figured out. And there's a level of arrogance that comes with that. And I did that. I was rocking along in my career. I was excelling as a young leader. I got recommended for a commission. And here I was. I stepped into the role of a young SEAL officer thinking I knew everything. And I'll be honest, I suddenly, uh, I didn't know everything. And there was a massive transition. We went from a peacetime military to a wartime military while I was at school. So in a very short period of time, all our tactics changed. And I went from back when I was leading a peacetime group of SEALs to stepping back in to have to lead guys who had combat experience, and I didn't have any. So right. instead of humbling myself and stepping in and saying, man, I want to lead these guys, you know, but hey, I've got to learn from you at the same time, I felt a little insecure and held on too tight and wanted to prove to these guys I had the ability to lead them into, con into, into combat, which just started this downward spiral of making bad decisions and and trying too hard to be perfectly honest which ultimately i spiraled down to a point where uh i was drinking too much 
I wasn't being a good leader. And all of that uh, culminated with a bad call on a mission in Afghanistan where I'll be perfectly honest, I wanted to get into the fight. And instead of making a sound tactical decision and thinking about the impacts of that decision, I only was thinking about myself and trying to show that I was a great leader willing to rush into this fight at the potential detriment of guys I should be leading. The moral of this story is, thank God, nobody was killed, nothing happened, aside from it just damaged my reputation. But uh, it was at that point I hit rock bottom, man. I got sent back from uh, the front line to go meet with the CO because of my decision and uh, had to start a very humbling journey of being confronted with, hey, you're not as great as you think you are. Uh, you're not this great leader. You're not this great seal. As any, if anything, you're just kind of a shit show right now. And right, it right. really caused me to humble myself and come to understand what it is to lead people, um, regardless of leading seals or whether you're a business leader leading people, whether you're law enforcement, whether you're. Hey guys, just a quick break in the action here. I want to talk to you about a company by the name of NFW Watch Company. They have quickly become my favorite watch company. Why? Because they make some rugged, badass, beautiful timepieces that will last a lifetime. Go check out that Valor. It has different colors, different comes with different bands. More importantly, it emulates that World War II fighter pilot watch. Rugged and yet, yet has that great simplicity and it looks great on your wrist go check them out at nfwonline.com let's get back to the action uh you know it doesn't matter if you are leading people leadership is the same it all comes back to how we lead ourselves and that was one of the things i really had to start to understand i wasn't effectively leading myself as a young officer and uh it changed everything about my outlook. Uh, I got sent to U.S. Army Ranger School as uh, part of my uh, <laughs> my remediation, uh, <laughs> which really humbled me uh, because a lot of people who have, uh, you know, so my Army brethren, those who've been through Ranger School, Ranger School is uh, at its heart and soul, it's a leadership school. And nobody wears any rank. It doesn't matter what rank or how long you've been in, your rank is stripped and everybody's on the level playing field and you rotate through leadership positions the instructors could care less what you've done in the past all that matters is how you manage yourself in whatever situation you are in for that day and then they add in levels of stress of course mm -hmm. with uh you know uh, mental adversity lack of sleep and lack of food and it was right. ranger school where i really came to grips with understanding you know what it is truly to lead people in complex and dynamic situations and how you've got to place yourself last on the spectrum graduated ranger school came back to the seal teams as a young leader uh, uh very much humbled and very appreciative of i also understand that they're you know good leaders are servant leaders and they understand that it is an honor to be able to lead especially warriors, great groups of warriors, it's an honor to be able to lead them. Mm -hmm. And they have respect for the position they hold and they have respect for the people they lead. And I came back with that new understanding. So fast forward two years of being very humble, learning from the guys I was leading, really excelling once again and redeeming myself. 
all the way to a very complex combat deployment in Iraq. We saw a lot of combat, mm -hmm. we had a lot of success, and it was at the very end of that deployment that I stepped into that firefight, that ambush, where myself and teammates got all shot up. I was hit eight times, uh, took a round in the face, two rounds through the elbow, and and almost didn't make it, almost bled out on the battlefield right outside of Fallujah and Karma, Iraq. So when I got to the hospital and uh, faces blown in half, you know, I'm being told my arm's going to be amputated. I'm too weak to even get out of bed. There was a, I will admit, there were a couple of days where I really struggled with what had happened. But because of that journey that I had taken from failed leadership to redeeming myself, and, and grinding through that process of coming to understand what it is to be an effective leader, that truly was the forging ground of the overcome mindset for me because that is the hardest walk I've ever walked. Um, to have your peers say, hey man, you don't cut the mustard. We don't think you have towed the line to be an effective seal and we don't think you've towed the line to be an effective leader. So either you're gonna, we're going to kick you out or guess what? You're going to have to redeem yourself and prove you have the ability. That was the hardest walk. So when I got wounded, I looked back and I said, you know what? I've been through worse. I'll get through this too. Damn. That's an awesome story. And, you know, the fact that you're open about it and it takes, you know, a real man, a guy with balls to go out there and say, look, I fucked up. You know, I did things the wrong way. I did things because maybe you know, in my heart I had some fear. And, you know, these guys had gone, they're battle-hardened guys. I hadn't gone to battle and I had something, something to prove. And I made some fucked up decisions. But the fact that you stepped up and you did the right thing and you came around and you, you're standing here in this podcast and, and you're out there disseminating some great things of your journey not only because what i get about you uh jay is it's not so much about your you know your injuries it's a lot more about your journey all right am, am i getting that right i mean I, I get that feel that it's more about your journey from from through the seal teams even before the seal teams and then to where you are today rather than okay this was what happened to me this is my whole life story this is what i live by this is you know everything i write about i talk about no you really don't you are very very open in many aspects of your life which is i think is f fucking great a lot of people could learn from this no, Rafa, you're you're dead on, man. I mean, it is the journey, and it is the the obstacles and endeavors that we've encountered in life. If anything, you know, as human beings, we want to focus on successes. I mean, it's just natural. We want to highlight the successes we've had. But the reality is, most people don't learn from their successes. We learn from our failures. It's when you fall down and crash and burn, and then you pick yourself up and figure out how to salvage yourself from it. And recover from that 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 crash that is where people truly define that is where you overcome and get better every <laughs> everything that i've ever done in my life the the hardest lessons have come about from my failures so 
if you've ever interviewed with me, one of the questions I ask anybody that I ever interview, I ask them, tell me about your failure. I want to hear about a failure you've had and how you overcome it or what you learned from it. Because that will, that question alone will teach me so much about someone. And if I have somebody who is unwilling to answer that question, that tells me right there they've got, they've got some issues. They're not willing to confront who they are because everybody's failed. And if you haven't failed, then you are going to. As a matter of fact, you're probably more set up. You haven't been willing to push yourself out there outside your comfort zone, you know, because you got to be on the edge. That's where you're truly going to grow and learn. Here's another thing, Roth. I was thinking about this the other day. I was in the gym working out. And I'll be honest, I've got a lot of stress going on in my life right now. Um, you know, selling a house, we're buying a new house. They're all good problems. You know, launching a new company, we're managing the Overcome Academy. There's just a lot going on. And, uh, and I was really run down and I, I was doing a workout that just kicked my ass. And I'll be honest, you know, there were, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to come in first, you know, a lot in workouts and, you know, young and strong and, and <laughs> I'm not in it, man. I got all these young bucks, man, that have beaten me and it got to me mentally in that workout. And I started, I'll be honest, feeling sorry for myself for a second. I was like, oh, man, you know, and, you know, started making up excuses. And a thought dawned on me in that moment that it truly is about leading yourself. It's about the overcome mindset. And it defines this idea of you just keep grinding it out no matter what. Here's, here's a little hint for all you out there who are struggling with what you're going through in life. If you've had cancer or if you've had an injury or if you've had something happen to you, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Nobody gives a fuck. Because guess what? The only person that's going to drive yourself forward to get past that is you. Nobody's going to pat you on the back and say, hey, buddy, I'm sorry you had cancer. Hey, Jay. Amen. Sorry you got all shot up and, you know, that you're not yep. first anymore. You know, don't worry. It's okay. Nobody's going to come along and do that. As a matter of fact, I'll let you in on an even bigger secret. Able-bodied people don't like seeing individuals that have been injured and that have overcome continuing to grind out because it makes them feel bad. But that's all the more reason why you should be out there continuing to drive and grind because it awesome. comes back to you and your ability to lead yourself. If you don't recognize Fuck. the fact, if you're waiting for somebody to pat you on the back and say, hey, come on, you know, cancer survivor, wounded warrior, you know, somebody who's suffered loss, whatever's happened to you to encourage you to get on, it's probably never going to happen. So get off your ass and get out there, start leading yourself and start overcoming. Awesome. Love it. Love it, man. Fucking powerful stuff right there. You're getting me all psyched up here. Um, so t tell me then, um, overall, what do you think keeps people on the sideline from maybe taking a leap of faith, maybe doing things that they're not normally used to, maybe even pushing themselves, fuck, beyond their self-imposed limits. You think fear has something to do with that? I, unequivocally. You, you nailed it. I mean, fear is the only thing that does it. You know, fear is the single greatest thing that limits people from being successful and from pushing outside of their comfort zone. And fear is a natural human emotion. We all have fear. There is no... The only people who have zero fear, there's something mentally wrong with them. You know, you're, you're a psychopath or a sociopath if you have no fear. Uh, the greatest warriors out there 
they recognized that they could die. They recognized fear. There was no desire to go out there and knowing, you know, getting stabbed or shot or blown up. <laughs> no warrior ever yeah. stepped into a situation and said, well, I'm okay with this. It, but, <laughs> you know, the thing about fear, fear is what defines courage and bravery. And our ability to drive through fear is what creates these incredible heroic moments. It's what creates success. So the greatest enemy you will ever fight is yourself. And, and it is that little voice in your mind that stops everybody from accomplishing the things they want to do. It's that little voice in your mind that convinces you not to go to the gym in the morning because, you know, you don't look like Arnold and you're never going to look like Arnold. It's that little voice in your head that tells you, oh, you're broken, you had cancer, you were injured, uh, whatever excuse you can come up with that tells you, you know, you shouldn't go to the gym because you've got an excuse. It's that little voice that tells you, yeah, you're not smart enough or you're not in the right place to try and get that next leadership position. You know, that is all fear. It's fear of failure. And, you know, to, to lead yourself is the ability to accept the fact that you may fail. And so what? So what if you fail? You're going to learn from it. You're going to get better. And every time you push through that wall of fear and do something that in your mind you say, well, I may not accomplish it, that builds the overcome mindset. That makes you stronger. It makes you more resilient. It makes you a little more elastic to be able to handle the ups and downs of life. And your courage or your, your, both your courage and your confidence will grow every time you push through that fear. It may never fully go away. I mean, you know, you're always going to have it. Every time you try a new situation, every time you try something new where there's a potential of failure, there's a potential somebody can say, you know, something negative, you know, but that is what makes us human. And that is what truly defines the overcome mindset and people to be able to, you know, that is the essence of leading yourself, driving through that fear and continuing to push forward. Awesome, man. All right. So. Let's. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed, I don't know if you agree with me on this, but a lot of times when we're talking about fear and people just not being able to overcome that fear, then part of them starts to become a hater, right? And, and, and you start seeing people hate on each other. And just like you said, you know, people, you know, able-bodied people you know, it gets to them when they see other people that are struggling still get out there and do things and overcome challenges while they're sitting on their ass doing nothing. So, and then all of a sudden you get these haters and these people that wish you bad. And, and you know, and it's just like that whole underlying society of, of that web that just wants to suck the life out of you. I mean, do you agree that these people turn into haters and, and web crawlers and shit? I mean, I, I've seen that over and over again. Uh, you know, it's... Uh... Hey, my brothers, just a quick reminder. We have a brand new YouTube page. Right now, it is up and running and live, and we're just building it. Literally just came out a couple of days ago. The link for that YouTube page is going to be here on the show notes. Please go ahead and support us and give us a subscribe. Thank you. Mankind is an interesting beast. Um, you know, we are probably, I mean, I'm sure there's no other animal on this planet. I'm sure there's no wolf that sees a bigger wolf and wishes 
ill will towards that bigger wolf. They don't think that way. Uh, but we do. You know, we are a, we're just a, I mean, to put it bluntly, mankind is a fucked up species. And for whatever reason, we are. So my, my only, but if you listen to the haters that are out there, that's buying into the fear. That's buying into yes. self-doubt. And so many people will. You'll, they'll buy into it. But that's why I love this idea of leading yourself. Three rules of leadership. Lead yourself, lead others, lead always. If And the core element of that, 80% of leadership is your ability to lead yourself. So leading yourself is not listening to the naysayers that are out there because they're going to be everywhere. Everybody right. is going to tell you why you can't do something. Very few people will encourage you to go do it. Surround yourself with the people that encourage you to go do it and then drive yourself forward. Even if there's a high chance of failure, so what? You're going to learn so much out of it. And so what if the naysayers say, we told you so? You know, fuck them. They just sat back and did nothing, you know? And there are so many people that do that. We've got all these we've got all these Monday morning quarterbacks now who all they do is they sit on the sidelines and, you know, chirp about, you know, anything and everything when most of them have either minimal or little experience in that category whatsoever, other than they want to be a sound box for it. Mm -hmm. yep. Drive yourself forward. Your success starts and stops with you. Lack of action, lack of, you know, going out there and taking that first step. You know, that is that that is so crucial in our society and people that want to take it up to that next level and people that want to be successful in their life. And, you know, we're, we, you, you mentioned confidence here and it's, it, you know, the way you put it is perfect. Once you become solid at overcoming challenges and you're able to, to crush these challenges and overcome them, the next step is your confidence little by little is going to start building so your next challenge you're going to be more comfortable taking that head on let's talk a little bit about courage right now and bravery all right because i got to tell you i see a tremendous lack of it in our society people that and, and we could couple that with fear but at the same time i look at guys that you know that are out there you know, putting themselves in positions that, that for most people would say, man, these guys, you know, they're in a position where their jobs <laughs> require them to have bravery. Their jobs require them to have courage, you know, i.e. soldiers, i.e. firefighters, cops, you know. And for me and what I've seen over the last, whatever, 10, 12 years, specifically, you know, being a police officer and dealing with first responders is there is a little bit of a, of a softer wave coming in. And I think that that courage button, the bravery button is a little bit more difficult to push nowadays. I, I agree. And I think a lot of it comes back to how we're raising American youth. I mean, that's why I love what you stand for, the man of war idea as some of it is, is understanding our ability to have conviction and stand for what we believe in. And I think currently we are politically correcting ourselves out of that uh, because we're so afraid to offend anyone in this current society we're in, even if it's fact-based. We, we are getting to the point that, you know, if 
if someone was to, you know, make the statement the sky is blue in, you know, somewhere near the we hate blue society, they won't say it. You know, I mean, even though, you know, <laughs> even though the facts support this, we're too afraid right, of right. offending someone who doesn't like the facts. And that's that's just not a way to live your life. It's not a way, you know, you should be able to, we should be able to articulate a point and somebody else can listen to that point and they can disagree with it. You know, we've reached a point in society where we're no longer willing to entertain different viewpoints. It's this is my way, this is your way. So when we talk about coming back full circle, people lack the courage to be able to stand up for their viewpoint. And I think it comes back down to how they were raised. Did we give them the opportunities? Did we expose them to a different viewpoints? Did we allow them to fail? Uh, we're growing up in this society where we protect our kids. We want to give them uh, everything. Everybody gets a trophy all the time. So when they get out into the real world and they're exposed to different viewpoints, they're exposed to different uh, philosophies, they're exposed to things that may offend them, they don't handle it well. Um, you know, they've never failed. And guess what? Failure is a part of life and it happens all the time in the real world. You know, you may go to a job where, you know, you think you're totally qualified and you very well may be. And the boss doesn't like you for some mundane reason and he fires you. And guess what? That's not fair. But guess what? That's how the real world works. So get up sure. it and figure out how to drive forward. So all of those things, I think, are contributing to this lack of bravery and, and modern day courage, the ability to, to stand up for what you believe in and the ability to grind through uh, these harder moments that everybody encounters in life. So give us a strategy give us something like for example hey you know if you took somebody and say hey listen we need to overcome fear we need to overcome challenges in our life all right and i'm going to go to you and i'm going to say jay all right what can we give this individual what is that first step that first element that you would give out there to someone that's just starting to push themselves a little bit you know, so I, I teach a concept called the Pentagon of Performance, and it's five areas of your life that you need to lead yourself to find balance and to be an effective leader and a balanced, effective person. Uh, the bottom level of the Pentagon of Performance is physical. Uh, I believe that, that I spent my entire career being physical within the SEAL teams, and science has proven that you know, the human body is a physical machine. It likes to move. And if you don't move, it will break down over time. Uh, mentally, we do better. We handle stress better. Your body does better. You feel better if you work out and do physical things. So if you are on the ground level and you haven't done anything to build an overcome mindset and to try and work on getting outside your comfort zone, start working out. Join a gym. Start pushing yourself. I am a fan of CrossFit. Uh, only because it's a workout that truly pushes you outside of your cr uh, comfort zone. Uh, almost never have I done a CrossFit workout where I wasn't totally wheezing and huffing and puffing, you know, thinking I was on the verge of throwing up. Uh, you know, sure. and, and, you know, you push yourself within the realm of what you can handle. You know, I don't tell anybody push themselves too far outside of their comfort zone. We're in their, the red zone where they can hurt themselves. 
But that is the basic level. So I encourage people physically. Once you've started doing that, you're starting to move down that road. Uh, from there, then it starts to get into the, the, the five areas of the Pentagon of performance are physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual. So you start moving into the next levels, you know? So mental, what are you doing to expand your mind and expand your viewpoints, you know? Emotional, what are you doing to expand how you look at the world? What are you doing to expand? Uh, if you constantly lose your mind over uh, certain situations, let's just say, you know, politics right now are a very polarizing thing. So if you can't sit in a room with somebody who has an opposite view of your political viewpoint, maybe you need to do that more. Maybe you need to listen a little better and, and work on containing your emotions and listening to what they have to say, truly listening, not just hearing words come out of their mouth and ignoring it and then, you know, slapping them upside the head with your viewpoint, but truly listening. Amen. Yep. Um, those are how we build ourselves emotionally. Those are how we build our ability to uh, lead ourselves. I I'll give you an example right now. So I am, uh, I got into acting and I've done a couple of acting jobs and somebody recommended I take an acting course. So I'm going through an acting course right now. Once a week I go through it. And uh, for anybody out there who's an actor who's studied, it's a technique called the Meisner Technique. Is that where you were yesterday when I talked to you? You said you were in class. Yeah, or? I, I was at. I was, at, I was in class. <laughs> awesome. Good. Last night. I, cool, cool. I, I will tell you, it is incredibly painful for me, uh, and I am very uncomfortable doing it. The Meisner technique is built around the idea that you operate off your emotions in the moment, and everything in my entire life has run counter to that. The military definitely doesn't operate that way. The warrior mindset is very stoic. Uh, you know, you control your emotions in the moment, and it's absolutely necessary. So there are things we do in this class that push me way outside of my comfort zone, and I don't like <laughs> it, but I'm doing it because I know there's knowledge that I can gain from it. You know, even if I don't always agree with some of the things that they're putting out in class, I'm learning, and I'm seeing a different view of the world. So I'm expanding my mental and emotional areas of my pedagogic performance, even my social area, because I'll be honest, I'm hanging around people who I probably would never hang around with in my normal social circles. So cool. these are things that you can do to expand your, 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 uh, your spectrum and your comfort zone to be able to manage fear and also build your self-confidence. Very cool, very cool. So I'm gonna take you up one. Let's talk about the spiritual aspect. Spirituality in a it's key in the way of the warrior. All right. I mean, in my world, I believe that spirituality, you gotta be able to connect that, all right, to who you are. Uh, you know, all of us are in a self discovery path. You know, every day we're learning ourselves. We're as long as you have that mindset of betterment and understanding your body, your mind. Now, let's talk about the spiritual aspect. Yeah, absolutely. So the spiritual aspect is the highest level of Pentagon performance. And it is not, you know, a lot of times when people think about spiritual, they immediately go to religion. And although I think religion can be a very strong component of the spiritual level of the Pentagon performance, it's not for everybody. Uh, not everybody is going to be motivated and is going to find themselves through uh, religion. 
And one of the great things about martial arts is there's a very spiritual aspect of the ancient martial discipline. Um, as a matter of fact, when I first started taking Aikijutsu, uh, I studied under the traditional Japanese Dainippon Butokukai um, discipline. And it was very old school, and there was a very strong spiritual aspect of it. And I was a young Navy SEAL when I started studying this, and I was like, yeah, 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 I don't want to learn this. I, I, you know, I want to learn how to be a more effective fighter, and I want to be able to discipline you know, my body and my mind to be a more effective fighter on the battlefield. What I didn't understand uh, back then is that your ability to expand your mind spiritually makes you better in all aspects of your life. You are able to handle stress better. You are able to see things beyond this bubble that all of us walk in. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're self-centered people. We tend to focus on what's going on right around our own internal sphere. And by expanding yourself spiritually, you, you step outside of your own little bubble, whether you do it through uh, uh, meditation, you know, the mind of no mind, whether you do it through breathing exercises. I'm a big fan of breathing exercise. When I feel stressed out, I try and do some four count breathing exercises to really clear my mind, and, you know, get that oxygen into my body. Yoga, uh, you know, yoga is something uh, I'm, I like. Uh, the stretching and the mindfulness aspects of yoga. Right. Um, those are things that you can do. And the reality is there is no clear-cut answer to the spiritual level of leadership. It is what works for you to take you out of what's going on, you know, the everyday buzz that's going on in your mind, that little voice that's constantly talking to you. I mean, in this day and age, we're inundated with this electronic anchor all of us carry around, you know, the cell phone, you know, it's constantly buzzing, beeping, chirping, tweeting, you know, tweeting. And, uh, and, and we're inundated with this, we're inundated with our own thoughts, the world moves at a 1000 miles an hour. It is overwhelming. And all of us need to take that time to shut down our mind, to center ourselves, to focus on what's important, uh, not only within our own life, within our family's life, and what's going on around us. I think the, the I am a huge fan of the Samurai Warrior class uh, because they were experts at this. Uh, they not only focused on being phenomenal physical warriors, they focused on being well-rounded warriors. And the spiritual aspect of their martial art was was huge for them. That's awesome. Yeah, the uh, samurai, the way of the samurai and the code of the warrior, you know, I mean, having that mindset, I mean, that's something that I've lived by since I was what five six years old and you know I started martial arts in a very at a very young age and and you're hundred percent you know I mean it's it's there's a spirituality especially from traditional martial arts that you can get from training your body training your 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 psyche training your breath control and for me more than anything it brings clarity into my life it brings and when the shit hits the fan and I have to focus on that moment. I could slow it down. I could control my breath. You know, I've been in very, very difficult scenarios, you know, working as a under, undercover officer and, and being in situations where if it wasn't for my breath control and my focus, I wouldn't be here speaking today. So 
overall, I agree, man. And it's, you know, spirituality does not have to be religion. And exactly what you said, a lot of people do think that you got to be religious. Well, I, I am a very faithful person. I do believe in God and Christ and, you know, you might believe in something else, a higher power, whatever it might be, but you got to find that balance of spirituality to connect yourself, right? I mean, so important. Um, talk to me a little bit about your book, The Trident. So, what inspired you to, to, to write that? You know, I never intended to write a book. Um, it really, when I was wounded, I would, because of my facial injuries, the damage to my jaw, uh, I was wired shut and I was tricked and I couldn't speak. Um, so everything I did, I had to write. And um, I started writing about the firefight. I, I've always liked to write. Uh, so I started writing about other missions we did. And that, as I, you know, four years of, of well, let me rephrase, over the next two years of all the surgeries that I was going through, it started to become something cathartic I did after I had a surgery and I would spend weeks recovering and sure. just write. I'd write about all these different things. And I started to really delve into my Afghanistan deployment, which is the deployment where I was a young officer and I made some of those mistakes. And um, it was hard to relive that. It's hard to acknowledge when we've screwed up. And especially when you screwed up and you didn't really own it in the moment. You know, you tried to fabricate stories around what happened, which weren't really true sure. stories. Sure. You know, to try and make yourself look better and make yourself feel better. And as I wrote all these things, I realized I had done that. I realized that I had tried to fabricate, you know, what really had happened. And um, so I let some uh, friends read it. And um, I let some friends read it. And they just said, wow, this is really good. You know, you should do something with it. Now, I was still active duty at the time, you know, and uh, it was actually at the time where some some other SEAL books had come out that were not very well regarded within the SEAL community. So I was thinking to myself, geez, the last thing I want to do is be another SEAL that comes out with a book that is not regarded well within our community. So I gave it some thought and I went to my command master chief and I just said, hey, you know, I've been writing, I've always liked to write, and I've got a lot of people telling me I should do this book. I said, but obviously I don't want to, you know, I've been on this amazing journey where my name was mud within the community, and suddenly, you right. know, finally I came full circle where I redeemed myself. The last thing I ever want to do is damage my reputation within our community again. What do you think of this? And he said, well, let me take a look at it. I'll read it and I'll get back to you. And he read it and he came back and he said, Jay, this is phenomenal. He said, it's great. It's incredibly humble. Uh, he said, it's not so much about the exploits of the SEAL teams. It's much more about your individual journey as a leader. Mm, sure. And he said, I think this, this book is right on point. He said, I think a lot of young men who aspire to be SEALs could learn a lot from it. And he said, uh, let's take it up the chain of command. So we did, and uh, sent it all the way up to uh, the SEAL command in charge, and they wrote back and they said, "Hey, we we give it we give it our blessing, we give it our two thumbs up." So that's how it ended up moving down the road, actually, to become a book, and uh, and I'm I'm very blessed. It uh, even though it's been now five years since the book's been out, uh, people continue to buy it. I still have people who write me and say, wow, you know, your book changed my life. And what's really neat is it's not just military. Uh, 
Uh, a lot of people find the book, of course, you know, because they're interested in SEAL teams, but uh, a lot of business leaders have found the book and it's the lessons that are that are taught within it, the lessons of humbling ourselves as a leader and our ability to lead ourselves and to build that resilient mindset despite the adversity we're going through that resonates with people. Um, and that's been exciting. And then uh, I think the biggest, the final thing was uh, the book was selected for the official Navy reading list in 2015, which is a pretty big honor. The Navy only selects a handful of books every year, and they're picked because they have a strong component of whether uh, Navy history or leadership or something that the Navy has decided we want our young leaders to read this book. So in 2015, the Trident was selected for the official Navy reading list. Phenomenal. Great stuff right there. And is this book still on sale? Amazon and... Yeah, absolutely. Amazon, you know, you can go to any of the major bookstores and you can get a copy. Uh, you can go to my website, which we are getting ready to launch a brand new website. We're hopefully less than days away. And cool. uh, if you, uh, you know, jasonredmond.com is going to go live here shortly. And you can order a signed copy from my website. Beautiful. That's awesome. So jasonredmond.com. And for listeners, we're going to post that on the show notes. And we're going to put a link also to the uh, book. Jay, where can people reach you? So they can find me at jasonredmond.com. And then also I am represented exclusively Eagle Rise Speakers Bureau. So uh, either way you want to go to me, probably the easiest way is just jasonredmond.com. And if you're looking for me to come speak to your company, uh, I've been fortunate enough to speak to the NFL, Major League Baseball, college sports teams. I've spoke for Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 100 companies. But uh, delivering our message of, you know, how you lead yourself and how you overcome all. And we're pretty excited. We're currently developing some new leadership curriculum where we'll actually come in and teach one day and three day leadership programs, teaching leadership, resiliency, task and purpose, awesome. structure, awesome. how to put these things into your life. And, and the Pentagon of performance, the change pyramid, all these things on how not only you make yourself better, but how you can make your company better. What about the uh, Overcome Academy? So the Overcome Academy is a leadership program we developed for wounded warriors. So that's on, I also run the Combat Wounded Coalition, a nonprofit. Uh, check us out at combatwoundedcoalition.org. Our mission is inspire wounded warriors to overcome. And the Overcome Academy is a leadership, resiliency, and communication program for wounded warriors to get them back out in the community as leaders. Uh, it is a groundbreaking program. The very first one we ran earlier this year and uh, common, uh, the common uh, quote that we got from the individuals that graduated was life-changing. Uh, our goal was wow. to get these young men and women back out in the community as leaders. Our tagline is developing the next greatest generation. You know, Rafa, we talk about America's youth and how unfortunately they're a little soft and they're not being taught how to fail. Uh, who better to get in front of them than our nation's wounded warriors who have been through some incredible situations and now I'm pushing them to get back out as leaders. So who better to get in front of our kids and tell a message of how you lead yourself and how you build that overcome mindset than our nation's wounded warriors. And that's what the Overcome Academy is about. So we are looking for companies to sponsor the Overcome Academy. There are perks for it. If you sponsor a warrior, that warrior will come speak for your company. Uh, not only that, uh, we also want to get them into the school and their community to speak. 
So you can look us up, uh, overcomeacademy.org, to learn more about that program. Or you said overcomeacademy.org. Correct. Right? Yep. Gotcha. So I can put that all in the show notes. All right, Jay, listen, we look forward to having you on board December 1 and 2 at the Conclave of, War- of Warriors down in Miami, man. We're going to have a blast. There's going to be an unbelievable feel, unbelievable vibe on this uh, great, great immersive event, man. We are so honored to have you on. And for you listeners out there, go grab his book, uh, The Trident. You're going to love it. I read it before I, may- I met Jay. Uh, it's a very empowering book, uh, very deep. I, I loved it. Uh, one of the better books that I've read, uh, period. Not necessarily even about SEALs or military or anything like that. Uh, I'll put the uh, links out there on Amazon. And of course, man, I want to say thank you again. It has been my honor to sit here and speak with you on this podcast. And uh, I look forward sharing a stage with you coming up in December, man. Rob. It's going to be awesome. For those of you out there who are thinking about this, come down to the Conclave of Warriors. I don't do a lot of public events. Uh, People are always asking me. So if you are in Florida or even if you're not in Florida, come down. This is going to be an amazing event. People I'm sharing the stage with are incredible. I I guarantee it will be life-changing. You not only will get to hear our message, you know, for those of you that you'll get to spend time with us. And, uh, you know, my goal in life is to make people better. I feel like that's why I got a second chance. So share some time with us. It will be money well, well, well spent. All right, my brother. We will talk soon, no doubt about it. We'll have you back on, man. Listen, one of the main things that I want to say here, right, everybody that's listening to this show, all right, Jay Redman is a legit man. This guy has so much to offer, so many good things out there that this guy has just his vibe. Being around him is awesome. Don't miss him at the Conclave of Warriors. All right, my brother, stay safe out there. Rafa, likewise. You too, man. Boom, chakalaka. There you have it. Jason Redman. What a great conversation. Very powerful. I hope that you whipped out your pen and paper and took some notes because this guy can connect with you and definitely take you up to that next level. His words have a lot of power. Trust me when I tell you this. If you implement and integrate even half of what he's saying into your life, you're going to be stronger in mind. No doubt about it. All right, my brothers, you get to see Jason coming up December 1 and 2, downtown Miami, Florida, at the Ash Auditorium, James L. Knight Center. He's going to be joined by another six warriors on one stage, December 1 and 2. This is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Get your pre-sale tickets right now at conclaveofwarriors.com. Use the code CONCLAVE200 to save 200 bucks right here, right now. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory. 